Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales, and today we are going to talk about finding you during these days of duality, and boy, lately, hasn't it been duality. Uh, but before we dive into that, I want to remind you of an invitation I've extended a few times over the previous shows, and that is to come join me on Tuesday evenings. Uh, on Tuesday evenings, we get together a small group of us, and we have experiments and experiences with soul lives. It's called Sacred Living Labs, and if you're interested in joining us, it is just $10. It's the introductory rate. This will go up at the beginning of the year. So if you've been sitting on the fence and saying, hmm, I don't know, if you're even just a little bit curious, go ahead and get signed up at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash Spirit Talks 1, S-P-I-R-T. T-A-L-K-S and a numeric one and join me on Tuesday evenings. So that's my repeated invitation to you. So back to today's reg regularly scheduled program um, and finding ourselves in these days of extreme positions. There's a lot of noise on the news and in the Facebook feeds and there's COVID stuff. There's Trump stuff, there's Biden stuff, there's Black Lives Matter, there's kids in cages, there's all kinds of ex people and, and causes pulling us into the extremes. And it gets very easy to forget that we're, we're actually souls and we're having a human experience and get pulled into that fray. So today we're going to explore how to kind of Hold yourself in a more middle, more balanced place where, yes, you can care and take action, but it doesn't completely derail your inner peace. <laughs> so today I have with me Jonathan Glass. He is the founder and creative creator of the Jiv Atma Energy Healing, and he's also the author of The Total Life Cleanse. He's a master acupuncturist, an Ayurvedic practitioner, an energy healer, an herbalist, and a natural health educator. Jonathan has served on the faculty of the New England School of Acupuncture, the Dharma Institute of Yoga and Ayurveda. He's facilitated thousands through his Jivatma Energy Healing Program and his individual and group-supported transformational cleanse. His, Jonathan has been in private practice since 1987 when he co-founded the Healing Essence Center with his wife, Catherine, in Concord, Massachusetts. Welcome, Jonathan. I'm happy to have you back to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate you it. Are, you are so welcome. I know we had a lot of fun with the show back in May, and so mm -hmm. I was pleased that you were interested in returning because we've got some really interesting stuff to discuss. 2020 has been something, hasn't it? Absolutely. What a very pivotal, powerful, crazy time. It really is. And, you know, I, my father is a big newsie. And so I've had to adjust to having the TV on in my house for many more hours than I normally would. 
<laughs> and what I've noticed, you know, all of the stuff that's coming over the, the TV and the news, and there are so many people out there who are upset with where things are in society. They've been disappointed by teachers and leaders, and even some of their spiritual philosophies just seem to have fallen through for them. So why do you think so many are experiencing this disappointment right now? Hmm. There's there's disappointment on on so many levels, and you know I I think I'm, I'm I I like to come from often come from the you know the yogic Vedic perspective, okay. Eastern perspective it's called Vedic. Vedic mean, means knowledge. It actually means knowledge. Veda means knowledge. Awesome. So. From that paradigm, uh, we have to understand what what is disappointing. Mm, um, that's an interesting you know, exploration. Is, yes, what is disappointing to the human being? And there's different ways. I mean, every human being wants to be happy. Every human being wants to be present be aware and be happy. I mean, that's sort of our birthright. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think when we see our, when we lose connection to our birthright, and we also see that or find that things in our external reality challenge our birthright, whether we know what our birthright is or not, then we suffer. And it's this really interesting, what's the word, um, sort of perfect storm between an, a crazy external reality that's kind of peaking mm -hmm. and an internal reality that even though simultaneously so many people are waking up, there was also an I would say a, an insane-ish internal reality that we were accepting as human beings. Mm -hmm. I mean, pace, and we can talk about this but not, because the pace was so crazy and it was only getting crazier. And it, 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 there's no room in that pace for the self, for the ascent, for the soul, for the heart. Right, you know, for, for the, the introspection the, and yeah. for being, for awareness, for, you know, for even, you could say, even love yeah. and, and joy. It was yeah. so. Well, and I've heard from so many people around me, you know, coming up into 2020. Well, if only I had some time to, and you can fill in the blank with spend some time writing my book, get my thoughts together, uh, figure out what I should be doing instead of this job I hate, spend more time with my family. There were a lot of different things that that blank got filled in with if I only mm -hmm. had more time. And I almost feel in some ways that 2020 was a, a backhanded answer to prayer <laughs> mm -hmm. because so many people were, were requesting time to fill in that blank. Mm -hmm. I think the universe responded with, okay, you want a reason to, to be home and pursue these other things? 
how's a pandemic sound? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, like many of the things we pray for without thinking them through, <laughs> it doesn't always fit what the personality would have preferred, right? Because mm-hmm. I think most of us, mm-hmm. when we say a prayer like that, kind of secretly have in our heart uh, that, you know, I, a, a long lost dead uncle dies and leaves us a million dollars or we win the lottery or something. And that's how we get this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's kind of rarely how it seems to go. Right. Right. And, and in the, you know, in the craziness of this, we'll, we'll go from that thread of this fulfillment of the request for more time. Um the level of our own consciousness and awareness, I would say, and those things that block us from really connecting also need to be brought to light. Mm -hmm. And that's part of, you could say, you know, why the, the time we're having is both in some moments very special. And I mean, I've seen kids walk around our beautiful Walden Pond with their parents that, I had never seen in my life, I'd never seen a teenager, you know, with four or five families walking together with their parents. I mean, it's, it was almost unheard of. My son came home from, from Europe this summer for two months, and he wasn't driving all over. He's a great kid, and we love him, and we have a great connection, but I typically might not have seen him very much because he'd be going here and there with being with his friends constantly. We got to hang out every day. You know, yeah, which no, is a I mean, gift you wouldn't have had in the normal course. Yeah. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have had. And on the other hand, there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of challenges, obviously, with well, people losing work and health and so many things. Exactly, exactly. And it, <laughs> yeah, even when you're too. even in a, a spiritually minded, uh, what I want to say, life path, and I, I would put myself in that category that I'm on mm-hmm. a very spiritually minded life path. Um, there's still been way too many close calls with the virus in my family. Now, Mm -hmm. no one has yet caught it, but my mom called the other day and said uh, they've got the first case that's occurred in my condo complex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, that's that's closer to home than I would like it to be. Mm -hmm. And I know there are people, it's been significantly closer than that. And so I have huge compassion for that even at the same time that I say that it's in some ways an answer to a, a common, a communal prayer, if you will. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fraught with paradox, mm, you know, and duality. You know, there's a lot of, the topic here is duality. There's a lot of duality in all of this and it's, it's, it's truly a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think so many things are in the process of coming to the surface. And part of the issue is the way I look at it is how do we fluidly to the best of our ability, go from inner, you know, looking at our own inner duality and dealing with the outer duality. Cause it, it's not that, I mean, sometimes people think of a yogi, you know, just dealing with, inner reality and having nothing to do. That's an old, very old fashioned idea of a yogi. And, and maybe in the old days, you know, that yogi who's in the Himalayas, he doesn't have to deal with the external reality. 
Yeah, well, he's gotten to the point with his meditation that he he can self-maintain his body heat and, you know, slow his metabolism, speed his metabolism, and ain't it great? (laughs) You don't have to deal with bills and mortgages and (laughs) children who don't have a school to go to. Right, exactly. We have our inner reality and we have the outer reality. And, you know, and and it's not... um, Sometimes it, 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 sometimes the tendency can be, you know, either to dive into the external reality so much and fight it, fight it, fight it, or, or claim the team that you're on. Mm-hmm. But it's sometimes at the expense of, of yourself. Oh, yeah. And on the other hand, you can be so detached from it all that you're not really growing and you're not really in reality to what's what's happening and because it's it's all very connected yeah it's all well, very connected. I, I think either extreme is a form of what do i want to say self-medication right because when you mm. throw yourself completely into the cause and you give your identity up to that you don't have to deal with any of your inner stuff it's, this, it's the same way a, a workaholic goes into their their career. It's in avoidance in some ways of things that they're not mm-hmm. ready to deal with. The same way mm-hmm. some people use drugs or alcohol or sex or there are lots of different things we can use to distract ourselves from these things. And yeah. the other extreme is to go so far into spiritual life that you just let the world hang and rot. And I don't really think that's why we wake up. And I yeah, that's, most, that's why I, I called the show what I called it, which is weaving spiritual yeah. awakening with the fabric of everyday life, because I don't mm-hmm. think it serves the world when we wake up and retreat to the mountaintop. Yeah, I mean, in most people these days, there's not that much facility to even do that anyway. Yeah, I mean, because exactly. most mountaintops have your 5G towers up there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of what I was looking to get away from. <laughs> Yeah, there's not too many places in the world right now you can run to. There's a few, but, you know, there's still some nature. But it's not like even 30, 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, where you uh, can find a nice tract of land in Wyoming or something and start a commune. Yeah. So we're all, we're, I feel like we're all sort of in a pressure cooker to some degree right now. Um, but... It, it's, it seems really necessary. And I know a lot of people, you know, and, and I'm, I'm sort of assuming that, that it's true for you too, but, you know, when I, I'm 60 now, I just turned 60, and I've always felt like this time was coming. I didn't know how it was going to come. I thought it was going to be the earthquakes in California. You know, they used to talk about you know, the new beachfront property in Colorado, you know. Yeah, because California um, is going to slide off the edge of the continent. Yeah. <laughs> and people are drawing new maps and everything, you know. And, and but I knew something was coming. And, and it's, it's here. I think it's here. We're really coming to a crescendo. And, um, you know, how we navigate through this is going to be really important. Yeah. And it's. Well, and, and it's all going to bring up so much stuff for us, inevitably, in the next, even the next couple months, Absolutely. I think will be very, very Well, intense. and I think as a, as a country, we're 
we've kind of been examining what it is we really mean and what we really stand for. Mm -hmm. And right. it'll be very interesting to see how the government responds and reforms itself around some of the stuff that's going on right now politically and socially um, because mm -hmm. we've got a gentleman in the White House right now, love him, hate him, indifferent to him. I don't think there's many in that third category, but uh, he's definitely gone in there and, and challenged the norms, tested mm -hmm. the limits of you know, what the system can and, and cannot do. And I think socially he's done some very important things that his predecessor was unable to do as much as he was a uniter and a, a mm -hmm. wonderful thinker. I think it was easy for people to say, oh, well, the government's got this. I don't need to do anything. Mm -hmm. And with our current president, it's pretty clear that the government ain't not got this. And mm -hmm. it's going to be up to us in our own little spaces to make our corner of the world better. Because it's clear it's, it's not going to come from the government. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. It's a really interesting making. I mean, I, I am far from a political expert or governmental law, you know, really understanding our Constitution. Um, but I kind of see that what you what you just mentioned about, you know, uh, President Obama, a previous president, again, whether you like or hate because. Yeah, of some exactly. <laughs> again, not many people were neutral about him either. <laughs> But, and, and it also speaks to the system that we're dealing with, which is a binary system. Mm -hmm. So we all kind of get suckered into, you know, one side or the other. Not all, but, mo you know, it's very, it's a natural thing when you only have two. Two, two choices. Two, uh, choices. When you have a yin or a yang, you're going to choose, you know. So, but it's a, it's a little bit like how much self-responsibility are we meant to take for our own lives and life? And, and, I, and I would love to follow up with that right after we come back from the break. It's time for us to, uh, to do that. But I would invite everybody out there who's listening, because I know we all have opinions and positions, and they're all extremely value, valuable. Uh, take some time with your viewpoints. Take some time with where you're picking up responsibility for your reality and where you're delegating that to someone else, whether it's a, a group that you work with or a politician that you follow, and just kind of examine how all of that is coming together. And we'll return after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales. I'm so happy you rejoined us on the other side of the break. I'm here talking with Jonathan Glass. And before we went to break, we were looking at some of the what do I want to say? The, the political and the personal, the social and the personal. Um, and we had jumped off into that from asking the question, why are so many disappointed? And I think we sort of diverged from actually answering that question around disappointment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shall we go back to that? Let's go back to that for a second. Sure. I mean, let's keep it simple for a minute. Um, you know, why are we disappointed? Uh, we're, we're disappointed. I mean, a lot of us were disappointed before 2020. Yeah. There was a lot of disappointment. We, a lot of us weren't, you know, human beings, many human beings, not satisfied, not happy, complaining well, about mean- this it doesn't matter how far back you go. There was there were disappointed people in the '60s with the flower children. There were dis- people point, disappointed people in the '20s in the Great Depression. So yeah, right. I, it goes back a long ways. There were probably disappointed people in the Stone Age. <laughs> sure, and so that that tells you something about our human condition. And it's not necessarily it's not even a, it's not a judgment against the human condition. It's it's part of and again, I'll take it back to, you know, uh, the, the paradigm in one sense about how I see things is that we are living in a material world. And I'm sure you've heard of, or not, I know you have, but people listening. Material girl, <laughs> Madonna. I grew up with her. I'm an 80s child. What can I say? Uh, in, a, in a dual, in, in, we're living in a realm of duality, of yin and yang, of, of opposites. And sometimes those opposites dance with each other and sometimes they polarize. And the human being is always struggling with that. And also the human being, us, me, 
spend we spend so much of our time in our senses, in our mind, in our intelligence, and in the external reality, and we're not really taught a whole lot unless we make the effort to learn about it or find somebody who can teach us some things about the inner reality. Mm-hmm. And the inner reality is subtle, and it's made of love and consciousness combined. And, you know, truthfully, I would say we, we have to acknowledge that reality if we ever want to create an external reality that reflects a beautiful internal reality. Mm. And again, we just meditate and forget about the external world. I would say more, there's a beautiful analogy, actually, with the scripture called the Bhagavad Gita okay. from India. And Arjuna, I mean, this is kind of may seem crazy in our modern time, but he was being asked to fight and he didn't want to. He wanted to go meditate. But even metaphorically, the idea was, no, you have to, you have to do your dharma. We have to live our purpose to the greatest degree by connecting to our soul essence. And then from that, live in the world. And so it's, it's, it goes both ways. And so much of our culture has been so external that, and even nature being taken away, you could mm-hmm. say, yeah, become even more difficult to connect internally. And now there's many groups this way, that way, this way, that, that's screaming at the external saying, how dare you do this? And I really feel like we need to take responsibility as human beings as to before we start pointing fingers, as you know, maybe you've heard this one when you're pointing a finger that way, you get three points yourself. Like we need to take responsibility for our sovereign self, like you, like, you know, you talk about our, our own consciousness, our own heart. And where are we at? And how much are we growing as human beings? How much are we growing spiritually? How much are we connecting? I call it our soul essence to our soul Absolutely. essence. And then moving out of that, how are we expressing out into what we're doing, what we're bringing to other people, how we are shaping then the space around us. Yeah. Right. And how we're communicating, Mm -hmm. you know. And sometimes when we come from our soul essence, we may need to be strong and clear. It's not that it's all peace and love only. You know, well, yeah, it's, it's not, not like, a, always frou-frou floaty stuff. Sometimes it's like no, it's you not, need to go do not. some shit that's hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we need to connect. It's like we need to go in and connect and from there do the work. And yeah, I think and, that's something missing or can I be missing. I think to do it from a space of love and compassion, um, a lot of times we we get these inspirations and we get out into the world of duality and begin our doing and get sucked into this whole enemy patterning thing. And, and you'll see it a lot with movements. It's like uh, the war on drugs. We're Mm -hmm. going to, uh, we're going to end something, fill in the blank, whatever it is. And it's not that that's, it's not that, what do I want to say? Removing that extreme from the reality is a bad thing, but you've set up a, a struggle in the way that you've approached it. 
And I mm-hmm. think when you move into it with love and compassion, you don't set up that same struggle as when you go out there with that sort of militant mind frame. I'm going to obliterate you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> whatever and, and whatever concept movie. that was, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, we can see almost every movement right now uh, has elements of it that are violent and, 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 and you know, harmful to other living beings, but even if it's a movement based on a movement for, of peace and equality. Uh, or or you know, seeking peace and equality, right? Right, yeah. right. Well, because it has a lot to do with consciousness, doesn't it? Like, where are we vibrating? I mean, really. Mm-hmm. It to where are we really vibrating from? We can take any issue and vibrate at a different frequency, you could say. And you may be fighting for a noble cause, but if you're vibrating from hate, as opposed to even understanding or, or, or justice, even justice or is justice. higher than exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's really important, and that's where you know these the degree of externality right now is is so wild and crazy because it creates so much polarity. And then it creates a, a problem in relationships and communicating about it. And having said that, it's a good opportunity because if somebody you, a family member, a friend, thinks very differently than you, you know, that's, it's an interesting moment. I mean, there are people who are ending all kinds of relationships now because of their, their political orientation. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know. and the conclusions frequently that are drawn about people who hold the opposite political orientation, <laughs> which brings me um, back to what I was telling you before we started the show. You know, my father will sit in front of the TV and yell at the people expressing news and opinions on CNN and oh, calling them all kinds of names, dicks and assholes, and you should be in jail. And it's like, I know you feel very passionately about this, Dad. <laughs> There's a person on the other end of that opinion. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I find it's important to listen to where they're coming from. I mean, and I mean really listen to mm-hmm. understand, okay, where, where is that coming from? Can, can I come over here and stand next to you and, and look out through your perspective for a minute? And I find when you do that with someone, they'll show you their perspective. And as long as you're not threatened by the fact that they're sharing their perspective, they will allow you then to share yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's I a very different it, exchange. <laughs> yeah. Now, here, here's the other thing, too, is, is, is media is very powerful. And it's hypnotic. Oh, yes. And whatever, you know, and, and this is where I would say, you know, in one-on-one relationships, it's almost like we need a little time with each other to, to deprogram. We're well, not even deprogram, but like let the dust settle from the conditioning of the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't have to take that long because if you make a human connection with someone. They come down pretty fast. Yeah, it comes down pretty fast. It does come down pretty fast, um, and well, and I, mean, I found there it's, is a reality. 
it's much harder to hate people you actually know as people. Right. Good point. Perfect. It, it's it's much yeah. harder. It's it's one thing to say, oh well, I don't like the you know fill in the blank, what whatever the category is that antagonizes you, right. and we've got plenty of buckets mm -hmm. that we put people in, in those areas, but it's a whole other thing, to sit with them, and look them in the eye, and share pictures of grandchildren or children or pets, um, common interests and these sorts of things, it's much harder to now hate this person because mm -hmm. they're a real person to you. And I mm -hmm. think that's one of the things that's, that's missing right now and mm -hmm. probably will be until there's like a vaccine and a few things happen on the COVID front. Um, but when you can get together and look each other in the eye and hear each other's stories, the hate goes away pretty quickly. But when mm -hmm. you're in these echo chambers that that Instagram and Facebook and even certain news channels create, it's really hard to connect to anybody as a human being, let alone another divine aspect of God. Right. And this is where, like in the cleanse, we have a uh, we do a media fast. And of course, it, you know, right now would be a very difficult time to do a, a complete media fast. But still, there's the principle of, okay, I'm going to have a donut, but I'm not going to have 25 donuts in a day. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I want to finish the whole box. <laughs> good, but you might not feel very good. And it's a little bit like that where, you know, okay, so watch, check out what this one's saying or that one's saying, get the gist. But, you know, because the frequency of the media is so powerful and the narrative is so powerful. And the 24 hour <laughs> freaking news talk about, cycle. <laughs> talk, about brain talk about brain. I wouldn't call it washing, but brain contaminating mm -hmm. of what's happening right now. And this is, that's another level of an issue because yeah. it's a real thing when you sit in front of that box well, long enough. It's a huge problem right now. Right. Because at least initially when when they first said, you know, everybody go home, shut yourself in the house, only go out for like the very most essential stuff. Well, what else are you going to do but hang out on the sofa with your Lay's and your tub of chocolate almond ice cream and watch civilization burn, right? right. <laughs> you know, we right. will binge watch the Tiger King or whatever that, that series was mm -hmm. that was like the big thing in that moment. Um, how do we shift ourselves out of those kind of modes well you know we have to we have to find some basic things that we can do that that reconnect us to harmonious energy you know one of those things is nature yeah. so go hang out by water go for a walk in the woods go sit next to a tree Create and, a little container garden on your patio. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what we did over here when they first shut us down. I'm like, well, I can still get deliveries from Home Depot and I've wanted to put in a garden for a while. And so we now have raised beds and I've got this amazing crop of tomatoes coming in. It's <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. You can get your, when the weather's warm, put your feet on the earth. I mean, I, I was 
I've always kind of known that and, and suggested it, but I became much more aware of it. I watched a couple documentaries about the, you know, uh, was it grounding or earthing? Earthing, the movie. Yeah. I mean, it just brought a greater awareness of the power of connecting to the negative ions of the earth and how incredibly important that is. You know, we're electrical beings. I treat people with acupuncture every day. I see it. I feel it in their pulse. And, and we're so, you know, we're disconnected from the earth, from cement and from rubber. And Well, you know, yeah, I'm are- sitting here thinking about, you know, people in Italy and places in Europe. Uh, There's so few places in the cities in some ways to go and connect New York. I used to to actually work for a company that was headquartered in New York. And oh my God, the only thing green in New York seems to be Central Park. And so if you're not close to Central Park, you're kind of shit out of luck. Right, right. And that's, you know, earth energy is very important. So grounding and, and breathing and meditation and yoga and Tai Chi and exercise, breaking a sweat. And even if you don't eat perfect, at least trying to have 75% 75% of your plate, pretty healthy with lots of veggies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these things really matter. You know, uh, the natural things in life that, that promote balanced energy and uh, that promote natural intelligence, or it's called the word called buddhi in Ayurveda, mm-hmm. innate intelligence. You know, we all have innate intelligence. And so if we disconnect from it too much, then things get crazier. Exactly. Okay, so for those of us who are in one of these kind of high-rise apartment sort of situations in a place mm-hmm. where there's not a whole lot of green naturally happening around us, uh, what, do you, what would you recommend as some simple steps people can take to bring more nature into their lives here in the... Okay. Certainly adding some plants uh-huh. into their environment. Um, there are some technologies, uh, grounding mats, or earthing mats, they're not that expensive. I don't have one that I recommend in particular, but if you just, you know, look up grounding or earthing mats, you know, you can sit at your computer and put it on your feet and you're going to get the frequency of the earth's crust. So, you know, things like that. I I have a person who um, recently, what was it? I forget what it was. Anyway, it was a significant symptom that completely cleared up just by using an earthing mat for her. Um, it was really interesting. So these things are really important. And then, you know, doing some kind of regular meditation practice. And it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, there's all types of meditation practices. There's all types of ways to do it. And if you get really serious about it, you'll, you'll, you'll notice that you will attract a teacher to you that can help you more. Mm-hmm. If that's something that someone really wants. I love that. I'd like to dig a little bit into um, medit- specific kind of simple meditation things people can do, because I think mm-hmm. uh, you say meditation and people are like, oh, I've got to, you know, be cross-legged on a mat and have a mantra or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Um, but I know one of my favorite meditation techniques, and I use this when I'm in the kitchen, <laughs> is actually just... A, a presence meditation where I really appreciate the colors and the textures of mm-hmm. the food that I'm preparing, the vegetables mm-hmm. and the meats and, and you know, how it feels when it comes out of the pot or the pan. And it helps me on the days that I don't feel like cooking. 
<laughs> to mm -hmm. actually go mm -hmm. in there and really be present with the food. And that's a, yeah. a form of meditation, but it has nothing to do with cross-legged on your yoga mat. <laughs> no, absolutely. All right. I'm so, going yeah. to I'm gonna need to pull us to break. Um, but when we sure. come back, I want to hear what tips you have for super simple meditative things that we can do. Sure. And hang with us. We will be right back from the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I'm here with Jonathan Glass. And before we went on break... Uh, we had been talking meditation and I asked him if he would break down a couple of really super simple things that we can do as meditation that don't require special mats or sitting and, and mantras and, and things that seem intimidating if you haven't done much of this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I, I guess, the first thing is to know that I think like, I like what you said before about uh, practicing presence and it, most people, it's funny. Well, people are new to meditation anyway, um, have this idea that if you meditate, then you must be 
already, you know, very spiritual or something <laughs> like that. But, it, you know, it's, it's called a meditation practice. So if I'm, if I'm learning how to play tennis, that doesn't mean I'm a great tennis player just because I have a tennis racket and a ball and I'm learning how to hit the ball. And even if I go every day to practice, I get a little better every day, but it doesn't mean I'm a expert yet. It doesn't mean I'm, I'm a pro. Yeah, you're not going to win the U.S. Open necessarily. <laughs> so, you know, meditation practice is a very simple thing. And I think one thing is that, like, again, from a yoga or Ayurveda perspective is that in very simple way, we have our, our energy can, can be is generally outwardly directed. And, and that means it will be in our mind and senses. So if I think of an elephant right now, I'm, I'm, I'm already, my mind is already thinking of an elephant. I mean, literally, you know, yeah. so mind does that very quickly. It says the mind moves faster than the yes. wind. It says squirrel. So, <laughs> squirrel. Yeah. There's a squirrel. So, there's a squirrel. So, but what we're not really taught is that we actually have an inner, we can direct our attention inwardly. And that doesn't mean we have to experience everything we've ever felt inwardly. It doesn't mean we have to deal with each and every negative feeling we've ever had in our life or experience. It just means we can, we can get connected to a deeper part of ourself. It's real simple. So that's number one. I call it beingness energy. Hmm, just interesting. And I, and I even say use your body as an antenna. Because if you allow the sensations of your body, then automatically you, you, you start withdrawing your attention from outside and you just kind of get connected simply to yourself, to your body. Yeah. Now, we're paradoxically, I'm not this body. The body's going to go away one day and die, right? But the idea is that I, I exist, you know, I'm consciousness. So if my consciousness, I use my body as antenna to bring my consciousness more present to what's really happening, then it's a very wonderful thing. It's a very simple practice. So I just recommend you can do it lying down. You can do it standing up. You can do it lying in bed. You can do it walking and breathing can be a, a wonderful meditation. It's just bringing your attention to your breath and the sensation of the body. Yeah, now, if you want, that, you can the body. That's simple. But there's, there's other you know things too. Yeah. But and I think that's a beautiful space to start because I had a, a teacher early on uh, and I, I was fixing to actually have an operation. And for some reason, I became intensely anxious about this upcoming surgery. I don't know why I've had surgeries before. There wasn't anything particular to be anxious about. It's not like I needed a heart bypass or something. It was a very simple operation, uh, but I was intensely anxious about it. And he's like, Are, is anything bad happening right now? I'm like, well, I'm about to have a surgery. No, he's like, right now, is anything bad happening? Mm -hmm. Well, no, I'm, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here, I'm intact, I'm, I'm breathing, I've, I've got clothes on, I'm not cold, I'm not hot, I'm not sick, I'm not in, it, I'm fine. He's like, okay. Mm -hmm. And as we step into this next moment, how are you now? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm still fine. Okay, so mm -hmm. why don't we just stay right here in this now moment where you're fine? 
and know that mm -hmm. as you move into each next now moment, you're still fine. And it's right. like, oh. And the thing I took away from that was my anxiety didn't have anything to do with what was happening to me in this instant. It had to do with the stories I was telling myself about what might occur. Right. Right. And I was causing myself a great deal of misery with these what might happen stories. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, we all, we all do that. And it, but what, what we don't necessarily know is that we do have the ability to redirect our attention elsewhere. Exactly. If we want. And, and inward. And there are some very powerful, you know, simple techniques and there's incredible philosophies and all kinds of things that, you know, once once we direct the attention inward, oftentimes I think what happens is people naturally get led in directions. If they want to go deeper, they may find a teacher. They might find a, a you know, a certain type of path with a certain type of philosophy or theology behind it. But you know, even any religion can be an exoteric religion or an esoteric. Meaning, yes. you can do it very externally, or you can do it internally. So. You know, it's it's about getting simple. And another really simple one is just sit somewhere and just allow the sensations of your body and focus on the sensation of your breath going in and out of your nose. Taking nice full breaths and pausing in between breaths if you don't want to breathe in right away and just allow the sensations. And it's just about being, about being present. From beingness comes awareness. And awareness with awareness means Perception it means knowledge, you know, not just knowledge of things, but knowledge of life. I mean, the idea is that we're actually extremely intelligent beings by potential, mm -hmm. you know, but unless we access the technology that we were given, I saw a YouTube video, you know, video, the biggest conspiracy of all is denying the pineal gland or something like that. I didn't watch the video, but you know, it's like in one sense, it's like the biggest conspiracy is that we don't have an inner being, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's a conspiracy. And, and where did we learn that we don't have an inner, inner being that we connect to? Like and where did we learn? That? Everywhere yeah, exactly. in modern society, it's all that, about the physical. That, that's the problem. You know, that, we talk about why are people dissatisfied. We, you know, we're, all in, we're looking for love in the wrong places, that song, right? Unless oh, yeah. we take responsibility for that sovereign self, for their true self, at least to some degree, then we're always going to be looking for love in all the wrong places to some degree. Yeah, and exactly. So whatever, I've, I've talked know, with, sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, I've talked with a number of guests over the years, and we talk about the checklist. Well, you're raised with this checklist. You're supposed to grow up and get a good education and pick the right career and, and get a good job, find a mate, have 2.5 kids, get the house with the picket fence. And at the end of this checklist is supposed to be happiness. Right. And it's all backwards. It's backwards. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> We're supposed to, from that awareness, from beingness comes awareness. Yep. And from, from that, the word is ananda, even. Ananda means bliss mm -hmm. or, or love. You know, it's like if I'm with my child and I'm, 
I'm saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, but I'm completely distracted. And if I just say the words, I'm not coming from a place of beingness. And you know what? That kid will feel the difference. I mean, anybody can feel the difference. Yeah. We all know, really, right? When someone's quite present and they're, they're aware of your presence, their consciousness is connected, then that automatically leads to a deeper a connection with the person. And when there's a connection with the person to different degrees, there's going to be different degrees of, you could say, love. Mm-hmm. Now, it can be friendship love. It can be parental love. It can be even love of your boss. You know, you have a job relationship like that, or it could be a conjugal love. It can be all kinds of love. Yeah, it can, it can be, I just love you, man, because you're part of the human experience. And I like connecting with you. Because yeah. when we're when present with somebody, there's automatically more of a connection. And again, this lack of satisfaction that we talked about, I, I forgot the word we were using, but the, in the very beginning. Yeah, disappointment. Mm-hmm. I think unless we reconcile the reality of our own disappointment with our not feeling connected to ourselves, then to expect that the external reality is going to make us undisappointed is a mistake. Yeah. And having said that, if we can come from a place of more of a sovereign self and then yes, do something about the external reality. I mean, I'll take a very touchy subject and I hope I don't offend anybody, but let's, let's take the, the, the racism issue. Okay. okay. I'm not even going to an organization. There's a lot of organization, but if I really believe that I'm not, con- if I really believe that I'm this body, if I truly believe that I am a man I'm this physical body and that's all I am, then my skin color really matters. Mm -hmm. If I really believe that all you are is a woman, then your sex really matters. And that's, it's pretty high priority. Now, if we go through life identifying and saying, oh, we can't be racist, But at the same time, I actually think you're black. I actually think you're white. I actually think you're a Jew. I actually think you're Catholic. I actually think you're a Muslim. But I can't be racist. Mm -hmm. It it creates a very crazy, dissonant reality. If we come from a place gaslighting in a way, yeah, yeah, I'm an I'm a I'm a soul. You want to call a soul or not? More a consciousness or an I have an inner being that has nothing that temporarily has this suit on, mm-hmm. you know, others, unless we go a little deeper, this, this, you know, racism issue is always going to be an issue because I, if I identify myself as white man, then I'm going to identify you as something else. And there's, so there's always going to be this issue, but if I identify myself as I'm a sovereign self spiritual being who yeah, I'm a white man right now in this life. <laughs> I've got on my white man clothes. <laughs> I've got on my white man's clothes. That's my karma. That's what I came in with. I can't help that. And the person, you know, but it doesn't mean we can't help each other have better lives. Yeah, and it doesn't exactly. mean we can be fair and loving to each other. 
you know, so, so we are down to our last 60 seconds. So I can give you 30 yeah. seconds. If someone is interested in uh, learning more about you, what you do, what do you do in 30 seconds? And you can connect with him at SovereignSelf.media. So go, what do you do? Okay, I'm an acupuncturist, Ayurvedic practitioner. I teach energy healing and I lead cleanses. And you can go to my website, HealingEssenceCenter.com. Yes. And, and I have can. a book with TotalLifeCleanse.com. It's on Amazon. Yep, and you'll have all of that out there on SovereignSelf.media. So if you didn't catch it, you can always get it there. And thank you so much for joining us today, Jonathan, and everyone out there in the yeah. listener audience. We love you. We're here for you. If you have a topic you'd like to see us discuss, uh, ask Zofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 